Ignition sequence start. Five, four, three, two. This is the Breaking Barriers Podcast. The conversation about changing the narrative for boys and young men of color in Western New York. Let's go. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Dwayne Sawyer. We have a very, very, very special guest, Mr. Jason Moore. And today we are going to be talking about some of his life goals. And joining me today, my co-host, my boy, Daniel Robertson. Yeah. You know, the original Breaking Bad <laughs> podcast host. Nah, but come on. Today we're going to be um, talking about Mr. Jason Moore's career and life goal and all his tips to success. It's been a lot going on with him, and lately he's been progressing in life. So, Jason, welcome to the show. Appreciate Appreciate you guys for having me. Uh, it's definitely an honor being here, uh, especially with my brother Daniel, my brother Jamil, and you, sir. You yes, know, sir. Pleasure to meet you today. It's a pleasure. Happy Always. to be here. So, Daniel, today I want you to lead us in, and I'm a no problem, Dwayne. Perfect. So See, you already read my mind. You're welcome. Anytime. Thank you. You know, <laughs> no, nah, this one is special for me, man, because uh, I've known Jason for a number of years now and just to see his growth and development. Um, one is just a father. And then, you know, I'm going to even say that Jason's a pillar in our community and just brings a little a little something different to, you know, Buffalo. And, um, you know, Jason, I met you when you were kind of coming up on the party scene in regards sure. to emotions. And I seen your transformation into jumping into real estate and really um, trying to put things in place for uh, individuals, especially in our community, man. So, uh, one, just want to kind of just give our uh, listeners just a, a little background on, you know, how you came up, where you came up, and, you know, what's led you on this path to doing what you do now. Mm. Most definitely. Um, I mean, if you want to take it all the way back, you know, of course, born and raised in Buffalo, New York, um, Cold Spring area. Um, you know, I had the pleasure, you know, my parents worked very hard. Um, I had the pleasure to go to a private school when I was younger. Um, I went to school 53, of course. I went to Build Academy. Okay. Um, you know, I was I was kind of smart. Uh, so, you know, they felt I needed to be challenged a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they they put their feet down to the pavement, mm-hmm. you know, and made sure I was able to get the best education I could. Um, so I was able to go to Park School of Buffalo, okay. uh, which right now is, is, is doing very well in basketball, if I must say. Premier hoops, um, yeah. You know, and uh, I went to Park. Um, I learned a lot, um, more so about life than anything. Mm. Um, the way people work, the way we're perceived. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it was a lot of, uh, I was shell-shocked a little bit, um, but I was well-prepared as well because I had a, a, a good foundation. Um, after that, um, I played basketball as well, but I was supposed to uh, go to ECC for a year. Mm, okay. um, it was crazy. On a PSAT, I got a 11, 1150, mm. and an SAT three times in a row, I got an 890. Ooh. So something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I had to go to ECC. To, I was supposed to go there for a year to qualify for the, some, a couple of scholarships that I, I had mm. in line. Um, after going for about a year, you know, my mind shifted a little bit, you know, and it was more so I don't really want to work mm. for anybody. I don't know if school is for me. Right. Um, so I ended up stop. I worked, started grinding. That's really, really where I started my, my entrepreneurial uh, wow. thing was around that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, literally, I would skip class, go to the bookstore, figure out how to start businesses, what businesses was popping at the time, mm-hmm. um, supply and demand, um, technology, 
just trying to figure out what it was and where I would fit in in, in the entrepreneurial and business world. Mm-hmm. Because I knew in order for me to get to where I wanted to be, I had to work for myself. I didn't see myself working for somebody else and being able to to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward, went through a lot of hardships and you know we may get through that uh, today as well. Ended up in Georgia, lived out there for about five years where I sold cars. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, I didn't up, know that. Yeah, that's yeah, something yeah, undercover. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so dope. I left, I left Buffalo, I think about 2005, 2005 or 2006. Mm-hmm. Um, ended up going out there. I was selling cars from one of the top uh, subprime dealerships out there. Um, I was like number three in the company. We had oh, 10 wow. stores. Wow. Um, so, you know, I did I did okay. You um, had the mama mentality early. I had the mama really mentality early. early. Really? Uh, yeah, the yeah, hover mentality. Sure. That's, sure. Mr. <laughs> that's Mr. I can sell water to a well right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I had a great mentor, you know, that took me under his wing. Um, a guy from Brooklyn, his name is Mike Powell. Um, I speak to him very often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, real charismatic. And, you know, he grinded out. And he, he is a monster right now. Um, I actually am going to see him probably next month. Okay. Um, you know, so we can put some business stuff together. That's so dope. fast forward, it's good that, you know, I was able to, to cultivate that relationship, not only to from a mentorship, but mm-hmm. he saw something in me to invest in me as well. Um, so I can appreciate that, um, especially coming from somebody else that looks like me. Right. Um, it, it feels like not often that is accomplished, um, but I was able to to do that with this gentleman, so I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so then uh, while I was selling cars, I actually got my wholesale license mm. to sell cars as well. Okay. Um, in Georgia, it was a little bit easier. I just had to go fill out the paperwork, mm-hmm. get an office, and I would have my wholesale license. So what I would do was, especially during the tax season, when people still couldn't get approved, mm-hmm. they had seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars. I would go get them a car from the auction. Oh, so okay. It's kind of double dipping a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, but it benefited. It it definitely benefited. Um, that part of the business wasn't crazy successful, mm-hmm. but I did it right. Right. Um, and I feel like um, you never really lose; you always learn. Oh, you know? that's so a fact. That was that was my biggest thing and my takeaway from that. Around two thousand nine, late two thousand nine, that's when the economy fell. Mm. Um, the housing market hit crazy in Georgia. Um, and because of that, everything else started to fall through. So the savings account, you know, got very, very, very low <laughs> um, because we couldn't sell anything because nobody can right. get approved, even in the subprime market. Um, you know, so I had to make a decision. You know, my daughter sitting next to me, she was literally just born at that time, you know, mm. maybe two years old, I believe. Um, and I had to make a decision. You know, what am I going to do? Am I going to stay here and stick it out, which I wanted to? Right. Because um, Atlanta, Georgia, is a very thriving fast city, paced city yeah. and state for black people. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of history. The history as well, but it, it the camaraderie of everything. Mm, okay. And people wanting to see you do well. Don't get me wrong, it's a lot of fake things. You know, it's a lot of people faking it till they make it and, and pump faking, as I like to call it. But there's more of us doing well. Mm hmm. And a lot of those people want to see other people doing well as well. Um, so that's the one thing I loved about Georgia. But I had, to, like I said, I still had to make a decision. Um, I didn't see at the time that I would be able to survive and struggle um, in an efficient way, I guess you would say. Well, if I was single, I could, I could handle it. Right. Um, but I had a newborn baby. I had to make sure mm. daycare got paid for. Right. And 
rent got paid for, all the bills got paid for. You know, daycare alone is damn near a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Um, so I had to come back to Buffalo, um, which I wasn't embarrassed about because I knew I had a foundation. Mm-hmm. Parents told me, "Bring your ass home." Can I cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. Cuss too much. I won't cuss too much. Um, but you know, they you know they told me. I said, "Bring your ass home." You know, come mm-hmm. home, get your feet under you. And you know we got you. The family always right. gonna take care of the family, um, which, like I said, I was great. I was blessed to have a great support system. Um, so I did that. Uh, after looking for a job for probably about three, four months, it was either you're overqualified or mm-hmm. you know just a lot of running around um, yeah. and running through hoops and not getting anywhere. Um, you know, I started to think back to my time in Georgia, and I was like, all right, what am I gonna do? You know. My goal always was to open up my own business. Mm-hmm. So I had, to, I had to make a decision. So I started my, my entertainment company um, in an Encore Entertainment Group. And I was pretty much based on what I saw in Georgia. Mr. Encore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, That's back when you actually had a head, a full, head full of hair. Full, yes. <laughs> it was thinning a little bit. Don't get me wrong. It was thinning a little bit. Um, you know, but it wasn't that bad. So, yeah, so I did that. I did collections as well. Um, did very well at collections at the time, uh, which kept me kept me afloat to start the business um, and mm-hmm. help fund that. And, you know, 10 years later, just celebrated my, my 10 year anniversary in November of 2009 with the with the entertainment stuff, you know, doing parties, concerts, comedy mm. shows. That's big, man, because a whole lot of promoters don't make it that long. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing. Especially it's in blessing. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a blessing. I've been able I've been able to uh, to really jump into every genre of entertainment and be successful with it. That's awesome. Um, you know, it, it wasn't easy. It's still not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we live in a very segregated city. Very. Um, and then also, uh, economically, from what I see, and I could be wrong, um, it for us as a people, for black people, mm-hmm. um, it, isn't, it isn't strong. Um, so mm-hmm. it's difficult to move, you know, in the, within those parameters. Um, but we made it happen. Yeah. Um, you know, carved out a niche, um, got a solid foundation, as well as making sure my brand was clean. Mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest part of my success, um, making sure that I was able to, you know, walk the walk, talk the talk, be respectful, treat people with kindness. You know, every once They grind at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. every once in a while, you got to turn up on a couple people, but... No, know, that's life. Yeah, that's 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 business. That's life. Um, so, yeah, so did that for a while. Um, still doing that to this day. And then my, my goal was to always retire with real estate. Yeah. Um, you know, so now, right now, that's kind of like overpowering the entertainment stuff because mm-hmm. I'm so infatuated with it. Um, it would be about two years on the realtor side in April or May of this year. Um, and it's been great. Like uh, literally over the weekend, I just closed one of my biggest deals. Um, you know, family trusted me with their home that they've been in for 14 years out mm-hmm. in Clarence. Um, you know, I was up against three or four other big name realtors in their area. Mm. Uh, I came in and I killed the the listing presentation and I got it. It was in the bag. It was, it was already secured. It was in the bag. So wait, I, I want to talk to you real quick okay. about the transition from okay. coming up. Wow. First off, you made it to be a big time party promoter. Then you made the decision to want to switch to real estate. 
tell me like what made you want what made you even think about real estate what like how did that even fit into your plan um i kind of was always in, it's, it's crazy when i think back i've kind of always been involved in real estate one f- form or another mm-hmm. um not directly but i was always around it my father had homes back in the day um my mentor that i was in the, the car sales business with i remember during the economy down spiral he went back to Brooklyn to grab some money mm-hmm. about $50,000 came back and bought a bunch of foreclosed condos oh wow all legal money this is a, this guy's all legal mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he had to make yeah, that clear yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta make sure I say that I gotta make sure I say that um, cause he had multiple businesses um, but for whatever reason cash was gonna work out the best so he went to Brooklyn uh, where he had a savings account there you know whatever Dollar dollar bills, y'all. Yeah, so he came back. So, you know, I saw that, but I still, even at that time, I didn't think about it, mm-hmm. right? He just said, yeah, I'm about to buy up these houses. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, they ain't coming back to Buffalo. One of, one of there's a young boy, excuse me, young man named Damien O'Milly. Um, I used to mentor him when he was in college with the entertainment stuff. Okay. Um, he got into real estate first. Oh. And... He would always tell me, Jay, you got to get into this. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's going to be a retirement thing. I'm going to buy up some mm-hmm. properties and, you know, I'm going to retire. Right. You know, um, I'm do like the white folks do. <laughs> um, and I, I, but I never got into it. You know, I yeah. was just always dragging and I had money at my fingertips, you know, throwing parties all the time. Business is doing well. And I just didn't even think about it. The next thing I know, maybe about two years, three years into his transition, we're at the gym one day. Mm-hmm. And talking about real estate again. And he was like, Jay, just go get your license, man. Like, your influence is crazy in the town, uh, you know, which is a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're just missing out on a lot of money. You should go do that. So do you feel if you wouldn't have took his advice, you would be somewhere different? I think I would have got into real estate. Regardless? Yeah. um, I think in life, uh, we get pointed into directions. Mm -hmm. Um, We have choices. And I think that real estate, excuse me, real estate at that particular time was very heavy on my mind. I was already looking into getting into flipping property. Okay. Um, you know, me, I'm big on educating myself on anything that I get into. So it was important that I did get into onto the real, realtor side um, because now I know the business from both sides. Right. I know the investor side and I know the realtor side. Mm-hmm. And then also it made sense for me to become a realtor because now I can get first dibs on properties before they hit the market. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when take you for example, your grandmother got a house, mm-hmm. you know, of course I'm an advocate of keeping real estate into the family um, mm-hmm. because it builds wealth. Right. Um, you just got to do it the right way. Let's say you don't want to keep grandma's house. Mm-hmm. I may come to you and say, hey, man, listen, you know, I take it, I give you $15,000 for it. The house might be worth sixty-five, but you don't really care. You just want the quick dollar. Right. Which is fine, too. Take care mm-hmm. of your bills or do whatever you got to do for yourself. So now I just built up $45,000, $50,000 in equity. You have that business mentality and it shows. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was it. So, you know, my young boy got me, got me fired up. Um, and literally the next day after that, after we left the gym, I went to the school, mm-hmm. Tom Cusack, and uh, signed up. 
took the classes. That's awesome. And a month later, I had my license. So if I was young, you know, wanting to get, you know, get into the real estate business, where would you point me and in, in what direction to even start the courses to becoming a real estate agent? Like, what steps should I take? Um, first, I would say before thinking about being a real estate agent, because um, that may not be your niche, I would say uh, make sure that you you get as much information as you can on the business in general of okay. real estate. Do you want to be an investor? Um, do you want to, to put your money together with your friends, <coughs> buy up some property, fix right. it up, rent it out, Airbnb? Like, there's tons of ways to make money in real estate. The realtor side is really service heavy, right? Like, I'm serving people more than I'm serving myself, mm-hmm. right? So, I've always had that customer service mentality. And I don't mind serving people because, you know, that elevates me, one, as a person. Um, you know, and I'm able to do my job better. Right. You know, so I would say definitely get on YouTube, get on Google. And start your research. And start your research. Figure out what it is that you want to do. Um, because you can work a regular nine to five job mm-hmm. and be a big investor in real estate. Um, and I actually um, think that's a lot better in some cases, especially Take example for teachers. Our teachers are, are so underpaid, yeah. um, especially for for the schools and for the things that they have to deal with. Um, and then also you have what four months out the year, I believe, where they're not working. Summertime, maybe Summertime three, like three months. Three. You know, if they have rental property and they're netting an extra eight hundred dollars a month, what does that do for them? Mm, right. right. As well as having that equity, and, and equity is monopoly money, but you know, equity can turn into a credit line. Yep. You know, and you can use that to pay for bills or to invest in more property. Okay. Create more. Right. Know? So there's a lot of different ways to make money in real estate outside of the realtor side. Like, you really have to be uh, a people person. Mm-hmm. Really, That's have one. to want to serve sure. people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you have to be educated a lot on on how to manage people. Where if you're just investing in real estate where you're flipping or you got rentals, things of that nature, it's a little bit different story. You kind of play the background a little bit. Um, you don't have to do that much unless you're dealing with the contractors, but then you get a project manager mm-hmm. that can handle all of that. You just stay on top of him to make sure he's doing what he's supposed to do. That's dope. That's real dope. So Jason, I want to go back actually uh, to the piece where you were actually talking about your mentor, man. And, uh, you know, mentoring is at the core of what we do within Breaking Barriers. It's one of the core things that I just do as a young man coming up. When you talk about serve, I can I can relate to that. Um, And I know you serve in that capacity, too, man, because I've seen it and I've even seen it with me, man. Like, you know, (laughs) on more than one occasion where we just had those conversations. And sometimes you just need to hear that um, from people because, you know, individuals go through some of the same things you go through and uh things of that such so uh that uh how did that mentoring relationship actually start and i know you said you know one of one of the key things i heard you say was that he saw something in you right um so how did that relationship start and what do you what do you think that thing was he saw in you um you know honestly it's hard for me to say it's it's more so I, i guess i guess it would be just the work that i was willing to put in um, I think the biggest the biggest thing was it to start was the fact that I was from Buffalo, New York. Mm. He was from the Bronx or Brooklyn, um, and just that that New York State versus Georgia right. type of situation. Um, you know, because then it's like 
right, so I got somebody that's close to me, <laughs> somewhere that around the area where I'm from. What type of work are you gonna put in? You know. So he he was a very competitive person, and so was I. So maybe that that's what really sparked it. Because when I came into the office, you know, of course, you know, I'm calling all the the people from from Georgia, you know. Country bunkins and <laughs> you know, y'all slow. The band was yeah, you know. So I had to back up that talk, and I did. And then I, I think you know, I, people people want other people. People want to see other people successful, mm-hmm. um, for the most part, like good people, genuine um, people. Yeah, yeah. So and he, and he was he was that type. So I, I think he just saw me working. Um, he saw me coming to work. I'm, I was, man, 7.30. We started at 8. I'm there. Mm, 7.30 dedicated. in the morning. You know, it, you know, it helped also that I lived right around the corner from the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, I could have been late every day, you know, um, you know, just, just because. But um, I went in there and I put in the work. You know what I'm saying? And I think that somebody who's already successful and they see somebody else trying to mm-hmm. climb up that mountain... Mm-hmm. It's a natural thing for them to to want to kind of help out a little bit, um, so I, I, I guess that's it. Okay, you know I can't I can't really say I don't, I don't really like to, you know people may think this but I don't like to toot my own horn a lot like it's not really it doesn't serve me. Right. You know what I mean? But I'm I'm appreciative for him taking a liking to me because I've learned so much from him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's been, the relationship is a blessing for sure. Yeah, I think that's dope when you actually see um, relationships form naturally. Yeah, uh, and you know, a lot of times we we notice the uh, uh, lack or the uh, just the the gaps that our young men have, right? Mm-hmm. And we try to automatically say we got to try to fill these gaps with you know other folk, but sometimes you can't force those relationships, and it's best when they just have it naturally because it's just it's something you know organically formed. I think yeah. it you know tends to uh, grow and thrive a whole lot better than you know something that's forced. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's super. I think it's super important that relationships are formed organically, and that you build with your tribe, um, and your tribe being um, people who most are relatable to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I say this all the time: you don't you don't have to like everybody. That's a fact, um, and it's okay. It's not a negative thing. You don't have to work with everybody. Right. It's okay. It's not <laughs> a negative thing. <laughs> Like, I want to work with the people that I want to work with. My friends, I don't have to work with all of them, mm-hmm. but we're friends. Right. Right? So it may be a business relationship they want to form. I may have to tell them, like, yo, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? But I can help guide you. I can give you some pointers, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be in business with you. Right. Right? If, for whatever reason. Or I just may be at a level where it doesn't suit me. To be in business with you yeah, Sometimes it just Don't make sense It doesn't make sense And then on the other side You don't want to Jeopardize those You don't want to Jeopardize that relationship yeah. So yep. let's remain friends And you know We could do these things Separately But I'm always Going to be here for you If you need my advice yeah. Which I think is, is still a valuable thing So I'm still kind of In business with you I'm just giving you My advice And now you got to Go make your own mistakes And learn your own lessons But mm-hmm. I'll still be here For you to kind of Be that band-aid Whenever you need me um, But yeah it's, it's very important That you know We build organically Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You and I, Daniel. You know, we each, we ain't know each other. 
No, nah, man, know, like we came together, it, but it was a natural form relationship. It wasn't forced. It wasn't something we had to do. Right. You know, like oh that brother cool. Oh he cool. Mm. All right, he beat me in spades. Well, I, excuse me, I beat him in spades. You, oh. I knew you was gonna find a way to bring that up. <laughs> but aside, we gonna get that rematch, man. Mama mentality. I told you, Jay. I told you. <laughs> you know, you, I left my brother crying in the corner of the airport in DR. But it's okay. We're not gonna get on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man But yeah You, you know, know just it's, it's, it's important that we build Naturally It's important that we find people That uh, um, That we can just connect with And we don't have to feel like We have to connect with them Because mm-hmm. those forced relationships You know Really it doesn't suit you No Yeah I agree I agree I got a couple different areas I want to jump into oh. real quick Right So um, I know uh, Through your years That you build up A pretty solid team Of individuals around you That have been supporting you in regards to Encore and even, you know, working in real estate, you got to work with individuals, right? Most definitely. So, um, just talk about some of the life lessons that you've learned in regards to the importance of who you surround yourself with in yeah. any, you know, situation. I think, it's, I think it's mandatory that you treat yourself in the highest regard when it comes to dealing with other people. Yeah. Um, like I just said, every relationship is not going to work. And, you know, to Daniel, to, to your point, it is vital um, that you surround yourself with good people in life and in business. Um, both are thinly lined uh, with each other in that regard. Um, good people can help you with longevity. The wrong people will cut you short. Real quick. That can, that can put you in jail. Hmm. That can, you know, cut business. I could just put you in a situation where you, you can never recover from. Um, I've been blessed to 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 have a vision of people, so I know right away whether you're, you know, it's gonna work or not. Um, some people I just want to see do well, so I might keep them around a little bit longer. Right. But I still keep them at such a distance where it doesn't affect my business mm-hmm. and my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and my peace, which is also important. What sign are you? I'm a Libra. I know. <laughs> <laughs> if, for those who don't know, I'm a, my birthday is October 5th. Okay. I'm a Libra. So you know the, what you September, were just saying. September I'm the same 25th. type. It's the yes, same. Sir. Libras are very distinctive. Yeah, man. We ain't Shout get that, out to the Libras. We ain't yes, get that Libra yeah. Grammy Nights yes, uh, party this year. We did. You know, so <laughs> Listen, I had all the buffalo at my neck. <laughs> I just, but you know what? I really, again, that was a situation. I just, I really wasn't into it. Um, I was heavy in the real estate. My mind wasn't in party mode, and I didn't want to half-ass it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't, my, especially with the brand that I have. If I would have half-assed it, they would have handed me something serious. You know, and that's the last thing I want. So I'd rather not have something. You know, mm-hmm. not you know where I'm able. Not able to perform at my highest capacity, um, and just you know reschedule. So yeah, we we I got some I got some things in the works. It's all good. We all took it with a grain of salt. We yeah. was all a little salty, yeah. but you know yeah. I got some things. You, in the you works. was teasing us all over social media and I did, Facebook I did. and Instagram, and then it never came. But yo, listen, because every, 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 every once nah, in a while, Jay, we forget you. So okay. every once in a while, I had this surge of energy, like yeah, we about to make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, I'm sitting in the bed like nah. <laughs> I don't feel like it. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta buy an outfit. I gotta get a custom suit. 
Libras are very indecisive. Yeah, very, oh, very, <laughs> very, indecisive. very. You know, now that, see that don't even work for, with me with you. Like indecisive. You gotta, uh, so so, I am, but that's a, that's another reason why we go back to your other point where I gotta keep good people around mm-hmm. because sometimes I need people to help me make a decision. Um, I'm good at weighing the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need that little push. I think that's everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and good family, I like to call them, you know, will help you push to the levels that you need to push to. Yeah. Um, and other people, lazy people, people that just don't want to do good or might not want to see you do good because they're not doing good. Um, and again, not even realizing that if they go along for that ride, that I'm going to get you taken care of too. Of course, it's never going to be on a level that I'm being taken care of because this is me. But you are in control of your own life. But if I give you a platform, it's up to you to step on and make that move and do something for yourself. Everybody can do that. Speaking of platforms. Uh-oh. Oh, shoot. Always got some. I mean, you throw stuff out there. I'm going to grab it and I'm going to roll with it. Right. Yeah, so let's talk. platforms. Let's talk about what your platform and your influence has been. Um, one. Uh, in regards to the the party scene, but now with real estate, but then just in Buffalo in general, uh, because I know you've seen, you've been watching, you know, everything that's going on with real estate and the economic revitalization of Buffalo. Um, how do you see you? How do you see yourself influencing uh, how we move forward in our in our own neighborhoods and communities, uh, the black community especially? It's a great question. Um, so right now, and I've been putting it off a little bit, but it's really time for me to move with it. Again, um, I had to make sure I had the right information. Mm-hmm. I never want to um, do a disservice to my people by giving them false information. Right. Um, I wanted to make sure I was educated enough to start the process of educating other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't know everything, but I got a lot of people around me that if I don't know the answer to something, I can get that answer for you very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all going to learn together. Right. Um, so actually right now, March 11th, you know, little plug, I have a, uh, I don't know if this is going to come out. It's all good. Plug away. Yeah. So March 11th, <laughs> I have a networking event coming up. So I'm partnering with uh, BNMC um, at the Dig, over at the Dig Center. Okay. And, you know, we're going to put a, together this networking event where we're going to bring business people and entrepreneur people together. Um, make sure we're going to have a couple speakers. We're going to have some speed networking mm-hmm. um, and kind of force people to connect. Um, I think that's very important for our community because we have millions of different platforms, um, but nobody, we don't like to read. For one, let me say that. I'm going to stop right there. We, mm. Our people don't like to read. He's breaking it down. Okay. Um, he right. You know. it's right. There's a lot of information out there for us. I think we just don't like to go get it. We got to be spoon fed. Um, I think right now I'm okay with spoon feeding the people. Mm-hmm. You know, and whoever want to get full can get full. Right. Because you, you're ready. I'm, well, I'm ready. Um, I, again, like I said, I think I'm educated enough, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this sphere of real estate. Um, and then I know how to manage the people. So I using my influence to provide enough information and guiding people in the direction of where they need to go. Mm-hmm. So, again, like I said, I'm going to start with the networking event. I have a bunch of home buying seminars coming out, investing in real estate seminars coming out, mm-hmm. and we're going to break everything down. So there's going to be a lot of them 
because there's a lot of information. Right. Um, but I'm going to have a bunch of different people around me so you can use my resources as well. You don't always have to come to me, but I like to be the resource to get to everything. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the reason why, you know, I want to put this initiative together um, to make sure our people are connected, to make sure we know who's who, what's what, mm-hmm. um, and how we can better find information and get information needed to uh, improve our daily lives. That's awesome. Yeah. And see, I feel like the, the well, our communities, the black communities especially, need that type of resource and need that inspiration to where they feel like they want to get you know get out and do it themselves a lot of them you like you said just don't like to read or just don't want to put the time and effort into it so you know it takes time and it takes a lot of effort for you to learn anything in life so a lot of people just don't want to put the time and effort to it and i feel like that is a root problem to the communities and it's causing us to slowly 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 decline in some cases we're declining fast in some communities and you know that's why i feel like it takes everybody to takes a village to yeah. raise one child so imagine how many people it would take f- to raise a community right nah, for it sure. takes everybody it for takes sure. everybody and you know we need to stop segregating ourselves and start integrating and figuring out what we could do as far as buffalo wise east side communities west side communities whatever the case may be we need to come together and do something build something at least yeah well I'm, show I'm, that you know show that we're united yeah for sure well, I, i'll say this first um this might get a little too deep, um, but we like deep on a Breaking Barriers <laughs> yes, podcast. Yes, we do. We uh, this is my personal opinion. Um, I'm not racist or anything like that. Um, I love white people. I deal with white people. Mm-hmm. I love Asian people. I deal with everybody. But uh, first, we have to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been stripped and denied of many things for a long, long time. Very true. Um, systematically uh, looked over, passed over, and dumped on. Yes, sir. Um, so first, before we're fully able to integrate, we got to fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. Can we do it alone? No. But I do believe that there are enough educated of us that can help us. Mm-hmm. You're um, right. Deal with our our problems, our issues, our traumas, and our lack of education. There are enough millionaires, and we, I mean, we can stay at millionaires. There's not that many billionaires as African American, but I think it's like six. I saw that right. the other day. Um, wow. But millionaires, thousandaires, people that are in good positions, we can educate our people a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, also, we got to want that education. But in order for us to really thrive, even for Buffalo to take example, um, Buffalo will never truly be the city that it can be until we are mm-hmm. the black community step up, steps up, steps up economically. OK. Um, with education as well, because that's very important, whether it's school, you know, or mm-hmm. trade. Um well, you know, I'm happy you just mentioned school. Um, what do you feel? Do you feel like the curriculum, the current curriculum right now, is doing the youth any good? Man, I couldn't even tell you. And see, that's because the thing. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, we, all, we all heard the common core yeah, terminology, but yeah, unless you yeah, like, like I mean, in I, it, I hear it. Yeah, yeah like, but I, I can't. I, I couldn't tell you. You know. 
anything about it. You know, what, what I what I can say is that, you know, thankfully and thank God, you know, my child is on the honor roll. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she ain't got a choice. Her yeah, name, yeah, yeah, her yeah, daddy's yeah. name is Jason yeah, Moore. Right. You know. <laughs> um, and, but you know what? Even, even with that, uh, as long as she tried, that's all that would matter because that would mean that she may not thrive in, in the school system, but she's going to thrive at something. We just got to figure out what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in, in the school system as well, which which where you have a platform, the breaking barriers, you're able to help children identify what their strengths and weaknesses yeah. are because you don't have to be a scientist to get a trade. You might be good with your hands. You might mm-hmm. not be good with paperwork, and that's okay. But yeah. now you hire somebody that's good with paperwork to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it's it's a it's, it's a lot of different facets um, that are involved. Mm-hmm. But the school current school system now, um, I honestly, I don't know. I'm I, again, I dropped out of college. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on school because that wasn't for me. Right. I'm telling other people to do that. I'm telling you what I recognize in myself. That just wasn't for me. That 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 education platform wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. You put me in the business realm, I'm good, right? But I just wasn't able to just thrive in that edge. And I probably could have, but it just wasn't of interest, right? So it was no point for me to keep moving in that in that form where I wasn't going to be interested because I just would have skated by. You felt like you wouldn't have been putting your all into it at all. There's nothing wrong with that. I, yeah, think, no, no. I think with you, you recognize where you excel, where your right. strengths were, mm-hmm. um, where your passion was, right. and you applied those skills mm-hmm. and transferred those into a number of different areas. Like, because the car sales, the promotion, and real estate, yeah. those are all transferable skills that flow mm-hmm. on between all yeah. three of those industries. I, I could go into any job and, <clears throat> and do it well. You know, I can go into any business and do it well, but I gotta, I gotta understand it first. So I gotta educate myself. You know, right? But again, I'm just not doing it in that quote unquote school system. Um, do I think school is good? Yes, I think school is very important. Um, but for those who can utilize school, mm-hmm. so do you feel like it should be an alternative choice to where if you feel like. A, the student should have a choice after a certain grade. I, you know, I was thinking of resolutions to, you know, decrease the dropout rate. Mm-hmm. And currently, the dropout rate is, yeah, it's it's pretty high. Um, I went over some of the statistics for it, and it, it's it's not it's not the best as it should be. But you right. know, it's slowly declining, which is good. Shout out to the school board. But you know, I do feel like there is a lot, a lot of stuff that needs to be changed. You can't keep teaching these same methods that you taught back in the 90s, the 80s, right. the 70s. Times are changing. We're in a new decade. This is a whole new year. I feel like a lot of the stuff going on in these school buildings and going on within the school system itself can be avoided. And you know, the dropouts, that can be avoided. If you just listen to what they have to say and actually take what they say and and utilize it, I feel like the school system would be more progressive and it will have a chance to strive. So I think think they're, they're great points. Um, the bigger picture though is does the system want that that's the thing <laughs> um, take for example right now we're in we're moving very fast we're already in a technology world and we're moving in even faster within that um, 
that's not being taught in a lot of our inner city schools. Mm. There aren't any, there aren't many STEM programs. Yeah. Um, there aren't many technological trade programs, mm-hmm. um, IT programs. Like those are all things that need to be taught in school. That's not everywhere. You got to be in a certain area mm-hmm. um, or have access to certain information mm-hmm. to get that. Trades are not in our schools anymore. Cooking class is not in the schools. Yeah. Anymore. Like, what about that young kid that want to be a chef, right? He His dreams not, are gone. He or she might not even know what their talent is, mm-hmm. but they always at home cooking, right? That that young man that's always with his uncle, changing the oil and changing the tires on their car for the family. Mm-hmm. What about him? You know, what about that young lady? You know, that just want to thrive on a computer. You know. She like taking notes. She like, you know, she like math. She like doing accounting. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff is really taught in, on a level that it should be in our schools. Um, but like I said, the bigger picture is, does a system want that? You know, they talk education, but why the teachers are not paid properly, mm-hmm. right? Teachers, teachers like firemen and police officers should be paid very well. You know, they are the ones who protect and educate our community. Um you know, so I think it's a lot of things that that could be changed with the school system. Mm-hmm. But you got budgets, you got yeah. government, and that's the thing. You, you know, got, the budgets you got a, hold you got a lot, lot of, of hands that. in the pot that that have to put all this stuff together. Um, so we get lost on the ground um, because you know it trickles down our way, and we don't really have a choice. You know, but that's where uh, you gotta have you gotta want that have self worth. Yes, who am I? Um, what am I going to do with my life? You know, so those are all the things that are going to matter even more. Um, am I going to go out and get the information myself? Because right. everything won't be handed to you, especially us as a people. Like, people not just going to give you things. You got to go out and get it. We literally got to go ahead and, yes, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps, even if we ain't got no straps. Mm-hmm. You got to make your own, you know, which is which is a difficult thing to do. Um, but I think we're in a time right now and we're in a surge of where people are becoming a lot more aware mm-hmm. and they want each other to do better, which I think is a great thing. Um, you're always going to have those negative people. Definitely. But for the most part, I think, um, and you can see it, which I think the one benefit of social media is positive messages can be can be put out there. Um, and a lot of people want to see that. So I love when I see positive positive messages about us doing well and us wanting to help each other. Mm-hmm. Because like I said before, if we don't help each other, we can't do anything at all. We're stuck. We are. And I actually wanted to double back to that, Jason, because I know I've I've mentioned this to you before. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned it to Ricky before. I know I've mentioned it to Jamil. We had a whole probably hour, 45-minute conversation around this uh, back when he was still working for City Hall, just around that whole idea of, you know, our community actually coming together. But specifically, you know, I think, you know, individuals like yourself, me, Jamil, and a host of other brothers that, you know, I don't want to name everybody because I know I'll forget (laughs) somebody, you know, but it's a lot of us between that 30 to 40 age range that sweet spot that can do a lot of good in our community Mm -hmm. but for for whatever reason we've a lot of us kind of stay silo or just we never come together and i know sometimes it just if it don't make sense it just don't make sense but how do we get to a point where we start to break down some of those silos actually Mm -hmm. really learn about one another and about you know trying to find those points of intersection 
you know, if it makes sense to, you know, do things together. I think that, <clears throat> um, and I say that because I feel like we we're going to miss a true opportunity sure. to give back to this generation of young people that's coming up behind us and really do something great for our city, man. I think in general, we got to move in purpose. Mm. Um, it's one thing more right now in my life than ever. Um, that's like a motto of mine. If it's not with purpose, then I don't need to do it. Um, and I say that to say that as long as you're doing your thing, I think it's my obligation as your brother to support you. Mm. Um, and I think that's a form of us working together as well. Mm-hmm. Can I do more? Yes. Um, so how do we do more? Pardon me? I said, how do we do well, more? Well, so that's the thing. So like even, so what I think was, is it next two, in two weeks? Couple weeks, yeah. We got, in two weeks, we have the, uh, you know, I'm coming in and talk to the group. Okay. Yeah. March 7th. Um, Can't wait. Oh, yeah. I, nope. put, I put that off for, what, a year? <laughs> like three? <coughs> it was nah. three. <laughs> we ain't, we ain't even around for three. About, about a year and a couple you know, months, but you know. Um, I understand, so, man. So, so I'm going to say this. So I told him I just didn't feel that I was in the position to talk to kids. Mm. Right? Um, I always want more. So I'm never satisfied in the place that I'm in. And I'm like, nah, give me some time. I got to do a couple more things. I got to accomplish a few more things. I got to mm-hmm. educate myself a little bit more. He's like, nah, Jay, you good. Like, I'm like, nah, brother, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you know? Um, it so, sounds like you ready based on this uh, podcast conversation um, we're having, man. I, honestly, I, I, I still... Would rather wait. <laughs> <laughs> We've been waiting too long. But, We've been waiting. But, you know, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, um, it's hard for brothers to come together, especially as you get older. I got a daughter to raise. I got two businesses. I'm working on a couple more. Um, so scheduling wise, trying to fit in everything with all my brothers is tough. Yeah. Um, so if I can, I have, I have a huge social media platform. So if I can share something or if I could put some information out there um, that will shed light or enhance for whatever reason, add mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, maybe 50 more people to an initiative that one of my brothers has, you know, I'm, I'm going to do that. Right. Um, until that time where we can actually come together and do something together. Um, so, I, so, I, so I think that we can work together in other ways until we can physically work together. Um, but I think that, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think, you know, when we were younger, if we had the same mentality that we do now, which you don't rightfully, you know, cause you're younger, you're young, you want to do this and that. Still going through life. Yeah. Certain um, things you just haven't experienced yet. Now yeah. we slowed down a little bit. You know, we've, we've gone through hardships. Um, you know, we've, we've, we've dealt with many, many things. We've gone down many different paths and roads. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at that same time, like I said, we got so much on our plate. You know, my brother works for Say Yes. He got the mentorship group. Just the other, I mean, just the other day, I just called him about a friend of mine reached out to me because a young boy, you know, is in the group home getting ready to transition out. They hit me like, Jay, he need a mentor. Can you do it? I'm like, nah, I can't. 
You know, mm-hmm. I could talk to him, but I can't be that mentor because you know that I won't, I won't service him properly as well as you need. And I know to. my brother can do that mm-hmm. because he has it. The situation already formed, so it's more so as long as we stay connected. Um, you know, we can we can we can help each other in those forms. But again, I think we need to be more purposeful about doing that, right? Um, yeah. You know, and even me. So social media is a big thing right now. I've I've been big on kind of being a secret. Mm. Like I don't I don't like to put too much out there. Um, so my thing this year, I'm I'm putting a whole team around me to put more of my life out on social media yeah. Um, because I'm at a point where my life is um, a journey that I believe other people can learn from like I'm not just going to put some bullshit out there it needs to be told I don't need to show you a Rolex I don't need to show you all that and I might but the majority of my platform is going to be how do we get better as a people Mm -hmm. Um, how can I inspire you in some way form or fashion Mm -hmm. Um, so however that might be you know of course I'm going to do you know the regular you know yeah my outfit is nice you know my my suit game is better than Jamil's Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) you know Whatever the case may be. <laughs> he throwing shots. I saw Jamil face. He don't have a mic, so I can talk a little bit. Um, you, know. <laughs> um, you know, but for the most part, I, w- I want to do what I can to inspire people because I get inboxes all the time, which is mm-hmm. humbling, you know, about people saying, yo, Jay, you inspired me or yo, Jay, that party was fire. Like, right. I had a long week, you know, I just broke up with, with my boyfriend or, you know, I just went through a divorce or my aunt just died or mm-hmm. my family going to be in town and yo everybody enjoyed themselves so like all that stuff is humbling um and i think that you know because of that and people look to me for so much um which again is a blessing because i don't want to say that in in a in a um in a cocky manner yeah um i think it's my obligation to put more of my life out on the table Mm -hmm. um for people um, and watch me come up in my journey as well, and then we can all learn from each other. That's dope, man. That's so dope. You touched on something that I was going to ask you a question about. Okay. And it's just that it's the balance, man, because I mean, your work and your social life kind of blend a yeah. lot, right? It's non-existent. Um, but then first and foremost, I know your most important job, duty, obligation in your life is being a dad, man. Oh, for sure. And, um, you know, we talk about dad, we talk about father. Those are, in my eyes, those are two separate roles, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I know you take yours very seriously. So just talk about how you balance that. And, um, you know, I know you even got your daughter here with you today. So, yes, and, you know, just about every time I see you, she with you. Yeah. Um, so just talk about the importance uh, that has um, within your life and um, you know any tidbits that you would want to give to um, any young man I might be listening in regards to just fatherhood man because you and I have had a number of conversations around this man yeah so uh, being a father is, is very 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 important to me it's one thing that I, I can it's non-negotiable um, that I fail at that mm-hmm. um I had a great father, um, and I didn't even realize that till I was older. Um, you know, because as a kid, you know, I, w- I was I was a little was a little bad on the reckless side. Aren't we all? <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't crazy bad, but I was yeah. a, I was a little defiant. I was a rebel, you know, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I'm paying for that too because my daughter is the same way. <laughs> um, you know, but I raised her to be a strong woman. 
Um, so naturally, that defiance is gonna be there. It's just all about managing it. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I used to, you know, my dad used to come whoop my ass in school because I'm in front of the class acting up. Um, that was at a time where you could actually do that. Yeah, you now can't, you can't do now that. Now your no kids more. talking about it. They threatening you. Talking yeah. about, I'm gonna call CPS on you. But you, but you know what too though. Um, so I, I'll say this. Like the first gem is what works for me may not work for her um, or any of my children when I decide to have them. Because they are individuals, man. Everybody is different. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I've learned about parenting is that your parenting is going to defer with each individual, just like your relationships with people um, because everybody's DNA is different. Um, so something that I may have been able to withstand, my daughter might not be able to. She might be a little bit uh, more sensitive towards things, mm -hmm. right? So I have to be knowledgeable of her and her personality to make sure I minimize as many traumas as possible. Because mm. as children, children have traumas. Yes, so and a lot of them. Children go through many things on a day-to-day. Um, so it's important that um, I recognize that first recognizing my own traumas as well and knowing that it's real when you're a child because I was a child too alright mm -hmm. um, to go back to, to to just the importance of being a father like you know I watched my dad give his last to other people Right. When he didn't have to. Like, my father was one of those people. Again, I didn't recognize this until I got older and was able to reflect back. But my father was someone that everybody looked towards. Mm -hmm. You know, Deacon Moore, you know, go ask Deacon Moore, go ask Uncle Harold. Um, so even when he didn't have it, he was giving it away, you know, wow. to help people. Because um, he just had that big heart. You know? mm. And at the time, I'm thinking he just the biggest asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting my butt whipped in school. Teachers calling him. It was tough love. You know, yeah, but, you know, it was a consequence for my actions. Yeah. So yeah. I ain't thinking about that at the time. Right, right. You know, but later down the line, you start to think about that. Like, damn, mm. you know, that was that was love. You know, the fact that he came to school, because there's so many of these children, their parents don't even come to school. Like, I'm very active at my daughter's school. Mm. Her teachers are calling me in a minute. Uh, Mr. Moore, like, I'm at the school. I tell them all the time, every grade, and every teacher, it's funny, this year, um, one of the teachers, you know, during the meeting, she was like, yeah, so all of her teachers last year just told us, just call Mr. Moore. <laughs> <laughs> like, they talk, right? But they know I'm that active in my daughter's life. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's a problem, we're going to correct it. Right. Right? Um, the way I discipline my child is different. Like, we have conversations, you know. Mm -hmm. I may get a little loud sometimes, you know, and she knows when I'm upset. Um, but I don't have to whoop her. Mm -hmm. I don't have to hit her. Um, but also, that's not going to work for her because she, she she's traumatized for whatever reason is in her DNA mm. by that, right? right? So now I got to take my approach to discipline differently. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's a lot when it, when it comes to parents and I might have been, you know, veered off topic a little bit, but it's love, man. Like, I I, it, I don't even know what I would do 
if I had a child in this world and I wasn't active, mm-hmm. like I think that's just the lowest form of scum <laughs> that you can. Oh, be. so say it a little louder for the people in the back. <laughs> what? Um, you know, I'm gonna say this too, and, and, and it's no excuse. Um, sometimes I do understand life. Mm-hmm. Um, and somebody could be hurting so bad that subconsciously they feel like they will do no justice being in a child's life. Mm. I get it, but I don't. But I understand that that's there. Where people feel like, I don't need to be there. The mom is there, right? But they're hurting from something. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why they'll say some, something like that. But they're thinking of themselves as well. So they're, they're hurting and being selfish and not thinking of that child. Mm-hmm. Um, and how do they correct whatever's going on with them so that doesn't happen to their child? You right. know, and they don't repeat that cycle. Um, off topic a little bit, I guess. But therapy is very important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hove did it. <laughs> Not just because Hove did it, um, but just because we go through so much, man. Like we go through a lot in life. Yeah, you know, my daughter, twelve years old. You know, and I know all her little friends and all that, but like, she got friends that parents kick them out the house at twelve. Wow. And there's you know no saying wow. like she got friends that, you know. That don't have a mom and dad mm-hmm. might be in foster care. Might be locked up. They might be. They they might be on the verge of getting locked up. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's it's just it's just they haven't gotten caught yet, but it's coming because they don't have nobody to guide them. They don't have nobody to stay on their ass. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, like it's just it's it's so very important for me. Like I'm I'm getting goosebumps right now. Um, like I said, I'm just I'm blessed that I was able to have that example. I think just my DNA in general, I I would have been that anyway. Mm. Um, you know, with whatever child that I have. Um, but I was blessed to have that example, and then now I'm able to enhance on that. You know, with her. Right. So I hope I answered all your. No man, yeah, that's dope. I mean, yeah, listen, you got me over you know, here. You and I, we, I, I was feeling it too, man, because you yeah. know I got my daughter too, and yeah. we, you know, we done had our discussion Definitely. about that on several occasions, man. So, you know, I feel you on that that's all right. day long, man. Um, I know we got a rap, so we do it's this over. Uh, already, man. I know. Listen, I know. We, 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 I mean, we can keep going, but Jamil kind of gave me that cue, like I gotta wrap this up. Like he he gave me the cue for five minutes, about fifteen minutes. He got to get back home to the. Vegan meals. That's what yeah. You know, and he, you know, he might gotta go put together a suit for this weekend because you know, done the aired him out. Yeah. Um. So we do this piece where we do. Uh, we want to just get to know our uh, our guests a little bit. So yeah, okay, we gonna call this little segment just twenty questions with Mister Moore. Tw- right? tw- tw- twenty questions. Yeah. I'm so afraid. and they just quick hitters, man. It's legit. First thing that comes to your mind. All right. I'm Here we pro- go. Hold on, hold on, I'm a processor, so this might not work. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that, man. You was being real thoughtful with yeah, your yeah, responses yeah. I'm a, today, I'm a, I'm man. I'm a processor, man. I got to think first. Yeah. But go ahead. We're going to try this out. Favorite restaurant in Buffalo? Ooh. <sighs> Jumping off the back. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Je ne sais quoi. Is that what it is? Oh, oh spot. So food spot on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Black uh, on. Best wings in Buffalo? Damn. 
Your That's daughter wanted to chime in on that. <laughs> she was like, ready. Um, who got the best wings? Wing King and Okra. Wing Kings and Okra. Wing Kings and Okra. My best pizza in Buffalo. Man. I'm a Lenovo's guy. Uh, uh, I miss my Leonardi's, man. Yeah, Leonardi's was too. Right. But see, you know what? So back in the back, back, back in the day, it was a spot on uh, Genesee. It was like pizza something. I can't even remember, so we know we get there. I'm a Lenovo's guy. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place to visit in Buffalo? <laughs> my living room. <laughs> man, I ain't mad at that after a long day. I get it. Um, most slept on event space in Buffalo. Mm. Event space? Yep. I know you might have to be a little political with this answer, seeing as nah, that you're a promoter and nah, you've nah, been nah. to a lot of spots. I, I, don't, I don't own nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't have no real estate in, in, yeah. in event space. Not, not yet, but not I know yet. it's coming it's, one day. Yeah, it's definitely coming. Yeah. I'm working on a couple things. Um, there you go, being Mr. Secretive. <laughs> Didn't he just say he's gonna put more of that out here? I can't this talk year? about. So you can't talk about business moves until they actually happen. <laughs> I know, Jay. I know yeah. you, man. I know. Um, I, I, don't, I don't, actually, I don't even. I don't have. I don't have the event space. We got a lot of dope spaces on it. I wish. I'll say this. I wish we had more black-owned event spaces. Yeah, yeah. So we'll put that out there. Man, there. listen. When you ready, talk to me. Sure. I'll be your frontline staff bartender. You know, I'm all about customer service. You cannot bartend. Yes, I can. No. <laughs> Yes, All right, we ain't gonna talk about yeah, that on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I have people that will vouch for me, sir. Um, best realtor in Buffalo, Jason Moore. Uh, I, I saw that one coming. <laughs> best DJ in Buffalo. Oh. You know you got one sitting in the room, so you better be careful. Oh man, you know he retired. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't DJ since like 2004. But I'm gonna go with DJ Wire. That's, that's DJ Wire. Wire. DJ Wire is the most most the best DJ in the town. Uh, best party promoter, Jason Moore, Encore Entertainment Group. You know <laughs> that was a shameless innocent yeah, plug yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Favorite sports team. Mm. I don't have a favorite sports team, and yeah. I'll say this: I'm a I'm a I'm an NBA fan. Of course, naturally, I played basketball. But when Jordan retired, that was the end of my okay. Me loving teams. So mm. now I love the players, and that's it. I got to see some footage, man. Person you <laughs> admire the most in your industry? In my industry? Yep. Uh, in in real what? estate industry. Real estate industry. I won't make you do the party marauder one because that's the. Well, I, I mean, it, it depends if you're talking <laughs> Buffalo or if you if you're talking across the across the the country. Um, in real estate, I don't know. I can't. I can't say. So I, I literally this this weekend, I was just with fifteen thousand uh, realtors um, in Dallas, and mm. I was able to meet about ten brothers, people that look like me that do two hundred and three hundred million dollars in business. Yeah. Um. A year So wow. I would say Them um, But I can't name them all At the same time Right But yeah LeBron, Kobe, or Jordan Damn mm. I had all, to show my man all, Kobe some love You them. know I'm a Kobe You got off after this <laughs> All of them All no, of them No I appreciate that You know what I actually read something The other day And it just said Let's stop the whole debate yeah. About who's the greatest man Like yeah. Mike is no doubt the GOAT But I'm just going, you know, I, mean, I, I, think, I think I think they all great for different reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you got a, a level of intensity and tenacity in each of them. Um, and then they all bring something different to the game as far as uh, the IQ aspect of it. Um, so, yeah, it's tough. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it's tough to, to really say 
you know, I, I can say they're all great for different reasons. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel you, man. I'm just I'm just gonna appreciate. LeBron's greatness while he's here. Yeah, man. that's it. That's uh-huh. it. Cause, cause we we just lost a great one. Yeah, because Kobe was my guy, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll yeah. appreciate LeBron while he's yeah. here. Uh, I think I know the answer to this one already. But if you had to pick between soul food, Italian food, or Spanish food, mm. who would be number one? Healthy soul food. Healthy, Healthy soul, soul food. That wasn't an option, but I <laughs> we had to add that in there because we got to take care of our body. How y'all make? Wait, how you make soul food healthy? Well, what's less the, grease. It's, it's supposed to be soul. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be soulful, right? Did you throw a joke out there and then just respond to your own joke? Right. It's supposed to be soulful, so it's supposed to be good for your body. Uh, yeah, yeah. So we need something that's filling in, that's good for our bodies, that's, that's gonna help true. us with longevity of life. Bake your food. Try it. I'm gonna throw this one out there because you know you came on this podcast, you know, with your low little Mike Lowry, like <laughs> charismatic self today. So Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Denzel, or Kevin Hart? Damn. I know I hit you with some tough joints, tough can I, questions. Can I pick two? No, man. Can I pick two? Can I right. pick one. I gotta go. I gotta go with the all-time greatest. Oh, that's Denzel. That's Denzel. That's Denzel. No but doubt. me and Will Smith got the same birthday. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, that is right. Twenty fifth. Yeah. Will's my guy, though. That's man. my guy. That's, that's what I said. I want to pick two. It would have been Will Smith and Denzel. I'm ready for Bad Boys Four. Um, nah, they too old. No, nah, they said they're gonna do it again. Nah, they, they was too old for this one. You could tell. Were. You could tell they Martin was, old. was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, could tell, you could tell they were old. I like the twist they put on it though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Favorite city to visit. Ooh. Ooh. Um. Your daughter was ready to chime in on that one too. What Atlanta? New York. New York. She liked New York. I like Atlanta. Um, I love seeing my sisters. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not touching that one with a 10 foot pole today, man. Yeah. Uh, who's a music artist or artist that you currently have in heavy rotation right now? Oh, mm. you know, we're going with the GOAT, man. Hover. Hover. All right. I ain't mad at that. You know, that's that's all I listen to. He's always in my playlist somewhere. Heavy rotation. Uh, Best advice you ever received? Love yourself. Okay, I feel some J. Cole on that. All right. Uh, Person who had the biggest impact, influence on you growing up? My father. Okay. Shout out to dads out there. My mother, too. I can't leave her out of there. My mother. Active dads. My mother mother is the GOAT. You know, um... I get constant compliments about her all the time, the way she treats people. I can't I can't leave her out of there. You know, we we talked about the father thing, so I had to mm-hmm. but yeah, I can't leave my mom out of there. You know, both my parents are just um awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's a blessing when you got them both coming yeah, up. That's man. a that's a fact. I'm I am truly blessed and I am grateful um that I have them in my life for sure. Yeah. All right, we gotta show the uh, little one some love over there too. Of I ain't course. gonna call her little, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nia. Yeah, cause she taller than you. No, uh, you know what? I'm okay with that though. I'm totally fine with that. All five seven, five eight of me is cool with that. All right, you about five six? She five seven. Nah, that's really. Yeah. All right, man. I'm benching two twenty five and some, and some change though. So no time, yeah, no time. whatever. Whenever you ready. Yeah, I mean, I'm at three fifteen. You know, I mean, you can have that. I ain't oh, hurting okay. my shoulders. Man. Daniel trying to fool everybody. He only that height when he the got on his shoes. <laughs> Put your Timbs on, brother. Put your Dwayne, Timbs on. Dwayne, you can go back into hibernation, big boy. Oh, All here right. we go. Favorite daddy-daughter activity? What's y'all thing that y'all do, man? We should ask you yeah. this question. What's your yeah. favorite thing to do with your dad? Go to the movies. Go to the movies? Go to the movies. All right. You you make your dad go see the chick flicks? 
No. Nah, she. Yeah, she. Oh, you like scary, scary flicks. All right, cool. All right, last one, Jay. All right, go ahead. Greatest fear. My greatest. Oh, man. So, uh, not having a positive impact on my daughter. Mm. That's deep. Yeah. That hit real. Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Dwayne, I'm going to throw it to you, man. Jace, I appreciate you being here today. I, I know your time you. is valuable. Um, I'm glad I'm finally able to get you in this space. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the 7th. Yes, sir. I'm sure I'll see you at like Target or the gym or we something. All, you know that. what? I, I always <laughs> see you and Jamil at Target. And me and Jamil will stop having a three-hour conversation in Target. That's why I stay yeah. at the mall. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah. y'all... Thank oh. you, brother. I'm gonna throw it over to Dwayne. Yeah, up, this has been a real good conversation. I'm over here. You. I'm just letting all of this sink in because yes, you know it's rare to have men talk amongst themselves without yes. you know starting an argument that's for true. one. That's true. And, and <laughs> arguments are healthy. Arguments, arguments are healthy. healthy but you know what? You know we, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna beat each other down. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So y'all, thank y'all for tuning in to the Breaking Bears podcast, y'all. Make sure you subscribe to the and rate our podcast on all major streaming platforms, including. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and a big, 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 big shout out to our partners at Say Yes Buffalo. We appreciate you. We love you. And we also want to give a shout out to the Greater Buffalo Racial Equity Roundtable and the Community Foundation for Greater Buffalo. We appreciate y'all for tuning in today. Signing off with Dwayne Sawyer with Jason Moore, my boy Daniel Robinson, Jamil Cruz, and Nyla Moore. Nyla Moore. And we out, y'all. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Breaking Barriers podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you follow us on all of the streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. For more information about Breaking Barriers, visit our website at www.breakingbarriersbuffalo.org.